You are listening to the Miguel Sanchez World Podcast. I created this podcast to help people make their ideas reality. So while you're listening, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe wherever you love listening to podcasts. Also, check out the link in the description to join our Facebook group where our community helps each other create multiple revenue streams. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Globally Televised Entrepreneur Hour. Today's episode, actually, let me first say, my name is Miguel Sanchez, your host, and right now I'm changing around my beginning of my shoulder to talk about what we talk about on my whole content series, which right now, what I'm going with is I talk about monetization and innovation. So right now, today, I'm going to mostly talk about innovation. Why is that? In a down economy like we're going through right now, there's things that entrepreneurs do well that make sure we do, a lot of times we do better in bad economies than not because we see the opportunity and we we dive in. What I'm going to be talking about today is things I think, and of course I invite the guests, anybody watching to ask questions or chime in, what I think everyone should be doing right now to take advantage of this economic collapse in 2020. I always I always say it, this has been my third down economy, right? So the first one, I was very young. I didn't know anything. I just had gotten a job and I lost it. I was working in Wall Street coding websites, animation websites. And I thought I was on a path towards, right? And the economy collapsed. Why did it collapse? It was because two airplanes hit the Twin Towers. And the Twin Towers, I was working so close to the Twin Towers that my first bank account was in the Twin Towers. So when that happened and the economy just went to to nothing, that was the first time that I realized you need to learn how to sell. You need to learn how to sell. Um, And by sell, sales. Most people, most human beings hate sales, right? If you tell somebody, I have a job for you, but it's sales, most people say, I'm good. But in down economies, that is the best skill you could possibly have. So when I think about right now with down with a down economy that we're going through right now, I think about the people that are going to do well. And first and foremost is the people that have practiced selling. So... If you're an entrepreneur and you hate selling, you're going to have a tough time, right? So if you're not an entrepreneur and you hate selling, I still think you need to be thinking about how to start practicing this skill set because a a sale is not just me trying to get you to buy this cup of coffee or hire mass ideation to make an app or website. That's not what sales is only. A sale could be a, a job interview. That's you trying to sell yourself to a potential employer. Right? So a sale could be you trying to convince someone to go out on a date with you. It could, could it be a sale is you talking to your kids and convincing them that what you want them to do is the right thing, right? It's all a matter of understanding what the other person wants and what you want and then figuring out how to get a happy medium. So sales is that just with money. I, I highly, I wish everyone would just try sales because one way of selling without selling 
this is a, this is a good trick. Is don't sell. Talk. Just talk. So one of the biggest things you could be doing right now in this pandemic, economic collapse, is talk to every person. Just catch up. Hey, especially the ones that you know tend to do well. I've been doing this as, as soon as I knew the pandemic was hitting. I started talking to everyone that I know is a hustler. What's, what's your plan during this what we thought was the next 30 days of lockdown. <laughs> and it's been about six, seven months. And what happens is you start to see opportunity. Oh, you're doing this. You're doing this. Okay. And most of the time people know that what type of hustle you are, what type of hustler you are. So with me, everybody knows I do this digital thing, this technology thing. In the first week of the pandemic, I had a, a new entity with a new partner that I had never partnered with before. And the guy is filthy rich, right? Like he didn't need to partner with me, but because of the relationships I had and I was talking to everybody, we partnered right on something that it didn't even work out that well. It worked out. I made a little bit of money, but not nowhere near what we thought would be. But what it did was it started to foster a relationship between me and that investor. And now we're looking at many other things. So just by me talking to people, seeing what's going on, what they think, it put me in a position like that. So what you can easily do is think about the people that you know hustle entrepreneurs, have people that have good jobs, catch up. And I know it's, oh, that sounds like you're, you're trying to make every relationship a, a transaction. But it doesn't even turn out to be that way. Most of those people you're not going to do any business with. A few of them, you might be able to do something. They might be able to find you a job or connect you to someone else. It's not about, if you don't, if you haven't spoken to them in a long time, it's going to be pretty obvious. Yes. So that's another reason you got to keep track of the people that you feel like do well and make sure you, you catch up with them every now and then, because the bad economies, they're going to happen every 10 years. That's what I've seen already. This is my third in 20 years though. So they may be happening faster and we may be heading into a time where it's not about an economic collapse. It's just the norm because of automation and all these different like things where people just don't have as much work as they used to. Or there's a whole new skill set coming around that most people don't have and people have to learn it. So most people don't have that job that they want. And I, I could really artificial intelligence doing that. So right now what I'm thinking about is, okay. If I had to tell myself something in the last, all right, now this is my third one. I see it. I, I feel like I did. I'm doing okay in it. What would I tell the, the first myself the first time? And the first thing I would say is make sure you talk to everyone that you know is a hustler, legal hustler, because <laughs> uh, I did grow up in the Bronx. But I would talk to everyone who is in the industry you would like to be in. Because that's another big thing about right now. Economic collapses are a reset. Everybody gets back down to a level where you can reach out. And this one, the reason why I always say, I've been saying it since it started. This is probably going to be the biggest opportunity like that ever. Because the pandemic and the economic collapse together made people just sit and stop and can't go anywhere. 
So now it's much easier to reach out to that person. There's nobody that was 24 hour busy anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm traveling. I'm doing this. and oh, No, none of that. So you can't tell me you can't in the next two weeks find like a half hour, right? It was an amazing opportunity to reach out to people that you may not, maybe not have been able to connect with. Another thing that I did that I realized I was learning about before this, and thank God I was starting to understand that, is what I'm doing right now. A globally televised show on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and interview people. What does that do? It's, it's networking right there in itself. Hey, I have a show. I would like to have you on to talk about what you're up to. And during that show, you're going to start finding out what they're up to. And you can see if there's an opportunity for you there. And definitely what happens is that off camera, you have conversations. And even just saying that right now, I'm realizing all the people that I didn't even get to follow up with of all these shows I've been creating. Since the pandemic, I've created at least 150 shows. At least. And that's... Me and another partner, I had a show with another partner. We did a hundred and something shows. We went live every day for two months. And then after that, and during that time, I was also doing a daily show for myself. Then I kept doing my daily show and we paused on the other one. But we will bring that back in some way. But by doing that, I, I set myself up for more and more opportunity. And now I'm just starting to see those seeds start to sprout. It takes time. It takes time, right? That's another thing I always tell people. This is a train. This business thing is a train. It's going to take time. It's, gonna, it's slow to get to the speed that you want to get it to. So it's going to take time to get to that speed. Once it gets to that speed, you got to try to keep it at that speed. If not, make it faster. But once you slow down, it's going to take you the same amount of time to build it back up. So right now, I started slow speed and now the speed is starting to get up there and it's okay how am I going to start to handle this if it starts to get to the speed of what I've seen before right so for you right it's about planting seeds now if you're just starting this economic collapse really hasn't even fully started they're, they're talking about like crazy stuff right? just crazy stuff talking about right now they're about to do the rental situation where if you weren't paying rent now you're going to have to, or you get kicked out. Like when that hits, they're talking about this is going to be bad, right? So that's one thing. They're saying the stock market, whether Trump wins or not, is going to have a bad fall. If he wins, they say it'll be less. If he loses, they say it'll be more of a fall for whatever reason. But economic collapses usually start with the stock market in a way. So when that happens, that's how the 2008 thing and all that was because of the housing market and all that going um, going down. And that affected everything because people start pulling their money out of stocks, all these different things, right? This is why another reason that I think you should be looking at, one, making sure you have as much savings as possible. If you're getting money from the from the government or you got the PPE loan or you got revenue coming in, you have to try to not spend it as much as possible because you don't know what's coming around the corner. 
that emergency fund. And I got a video I'm, I'm almost done with talking about a way to trick yourself into saving, uh, which I'm starting to do. And I'll have that out probably tomorrow. Then you also need to, like I said, you need to start reaching out to these people. But come, it, it should come from where you want to be. So for me, I'm thinking, okay, I was a freelancer for 10 years. Then I, start, I ran mass ideation for 10 years. As, when I ran mass ideation, I mostly worked with agencies. Then towards the, the second half of mass ideation, I got to a level where brands were starting to come to me directly. So I started working with brands. And around that same time, I started working with startups, local startups from the Bronx and New York. I also then created MetaBronx because I really liked that startup thing. So now I'm like, okay, where do I go from here? Right now you can reinvent yourself. You can become whatever you want in the next 10 years. So this is where I said, for me, I'm starting with the content. I want to make sure I am creating community, a community that can help each other. And by creating that community, it will help me. So that's where I say, okay, a community around what though? I, I spoke about yesterday. I, was, I created a Facebook group. If you're on Facebook and you're interested in creating multiple revenue streams, I'll link you to my Facebook group so you could jump in here and, and let's start helping each other create multiple revenue streams. Because right now, one of my worries is if you only have one revenue stream, which is your job and the economy collapses, you're going to be in a tough position. So you need to start figuring out what other types of revenue streams you can get involved in. Yesterday, someone called me and said, all right, I've been watching your content. I got $1,000. What should I do? First question I said, do you, got this, do you got an emergency fund? I won't go into their story, but first step, if you got money to invest in yourself, make sure you're going to be good. Your family's going to be good. Then invest in thinking about what you would like. Let's say you came out of this economy and it's, the economy comes great. What does that scenario look like? What is the ideal scenario for you? For me, I'm thinking about the thing I love doing the most is helping startups. I actually, I actually like the startup thing probably the most. Why is that? Live ended. Hold on. Time is paused. How do you unpause a live? All right. I don't know what's going on. So the way... I'm thinking about my next 10 years is I like working with startups because it's, it's innovation. It's pure innovation. And that's kind of what I love to do. So that's where I'm going back to my roots. If you, if you haven't watched my, my Ted talk, you should check it out. But innovation has always been a thing for me because that's the way I saw myself getting out of the hood. I got a computer off a, off a truck stolen and it put me in that innovation uh, mindset. So even now, even now, I'm thinking, how can I do the most innovation? So when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about, okay, startups is the main place because like I said, a startup is pure innovation. They're trying to create something most of the time that disrupts industries. And I love being in that environment. The problem with startups is they tend to not have a lot of money up front because the, the idea is early. That's a problem and, a, and a, a huge opportunity though because the people that invest early in big ideas make the most money. 
The problem is that takes on average seven to ten years. Seven to ten years. I keep telling you ten years is this number. You can literally, you can change your whole scenario in ten years. Most of my friends that have a lot of money, have a lot of great assets, they, they all have done it within 10 years. So, of course, 10 years with 10 years of craziness also. They say it takes 20, 10 to 20 years to be an overnight success. You have to go through things to, to become successful. So, I think I would really love to work with startups. I would really love for the startups to be able to pay me. And right now, that's not always the case. It's rarely the case, actually, right? Where I can get a startup that can afford to pay mass ideation or me to coach them or has raised funds. So I'm figuring out, okay, if that's the main way you would like to work, how could you set up a scenario where you do that? Where you help companies create that innovation. And what am I doing? Starting to sow the seeds. Speak to as many people as possible. How do you think I can do this? I have a person, a friend that, that lives in San Francisco. He just exited his startup. So that exited means he sold his startup. And he got paid. And we're talking often. And I'm like, how do you think I can do it? And we're going back and forth. And maybe we're going to start maybe recording those so you can see how those sessions go. How... You start to think about all the options and, and all the steps you take, the process of doing that. Because we've been doing it, and yesterday, we did it yesterday for two hours. And I was like, man, we should have recorded this because this was crazy. And we were like, all right, next time we're going to do it. Think about where you want to be. Let's say ideal scenario, too. I, I don't, like, I did this with the, the young students at uh, Meta Bronx this summer. I asked them. What does your ideal day look like in 10 years? And that's a question we don't really ask ourselves. As adults, we don't ask ourselves that because we feel like it, we're on a path that we're on the path of. As a young person, I felt like I wish I would have been able to think that way at 12, 13 years old. I think the youngest was 13. So for me, I'm thinking that way for, for myself. 10 years, what's my ideal day look like? My ideal, my ideal day in 10 years, if I had to answer that, and I'll do it because if I'm asking you to do it, I should be able to do it. My ideal day in 10 years is I live somewhere very close to a beach with good weather, and I'm able to remote work, which that's not as much as a, of a crazy goal anymore. I have, I've, I've had that goal and I've been living that goal for a very long time already, but now I'm like, okay, I'm never, I'm, I never want to have to go back to an office every day. So work somewhere near an ocean where the water's warm and the weather's warm and I can day to day help people innovate and be paid well for it. And then also continue to create content around those companies, around monetization, around innovation. And that content make me money. Also, I'll be a public speaker. I would want to be more of a public speaker where if we're back to being, um, we should be by then, being able to travel, I want to see the world. And I'd rather have somebody else pay for me to see the world. So by public speaking, that is a possible, that's a possibility. Also, I would like to be able to, when I find places in the world that I really think are cool, to invest in property in those places. 
for myself and for, for partners. That's my ideal scenario in 10 years. Can't really think of much more than that. Of course, helping as many people be, become entrepreneurs or think about how to create multiple revenue streams, but that, that can happen in the content. That could happen with my nonprofit Metabronx, which right now we, we're doing remote. So all these things, they fit within my 10-year ideal scenario. But that all those things I'm working on because I know what my ideal scenario is in 10 years. So also, and might not be in 10 years, but also one of my biggest goals is to have seven streams of revenue. At minimum, seven streams of revenue that pay me consistency consistently. So everything I'm doing right now, every conversation I have, every project I work on, every call is wrapped in something that gets me to that goal. So I look at it as that goal is like my college thesis. All right, now what is the work I have to do to present and be ready in 10 years to have that, right? And I, I really been, I've been thinking about that concept because most people that graduated college, I think everybody that has graduated college had to do a thesis. You have to do this big project where you come up with all this thought and then you have to execute something. I graduated from a two-year school, so I didn't have to do that. I went to community college, proud Bergen Community College graduate with honors. <laughs> then I went and just started working. But, and I also started creating my own courses. I started going and taking classes of what I wanted to learn instead of going for a four-year degree. I created my own thesis in that way. And I've been living that way the, my whole life. So right now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the same way. Can you come up with your own thesis for your life? What is the goal? And what do you have to do to make that happen? And I, I, I thought about it the other day because I'm like, it's funny how you hear about people who were in school. You got to do a 20 page paper about whatever it is come up with your capstone project or whatever it is. Why don't you do that for your own life though? Right? Like why not do this for your own life where you can say, all right, for me, my final project is I want to live on a beach and make money helping startups and travel the world and invest in properties. All right. How do I do that? First thing I have to do is be able to make a living Right. So I have to have a company or something that will pay me on that beach, knowing the beach is not going to be too close to things that make money like businesses like New York City would. I have to start creating a company that works remote. I, I started that 10 years ago. Mass Ideation always was thought of as a remote company. How can I make it remote? Because I was a freelancer that worked remote. So it always was in my mentality to do right. So first step, second step, learn about real estate because I'm not really the real estate guy. I'm the tech guy. I like the startup thing. So I did that last year. I started going around, understanding, all right, so how do you buy property in another country? How do you do this? How do you do that? Working with mentors, partners. So piece by piece, right? Startups. How do I start working with more startups? Metabronx, right? Work with 12 startups a year. So... I'm already doing it. Of course, they can't pay me, but Metabronx eventually may be able to pay me to help those startups. Another idea I've been working on with multiple people is mass ideation can also pay me to help work with startups. 
I've built through mass ideation many startup products, but I haven't looked at it as a huge revenue stream. So I just never thought about it as a main way I can make money. But in talking to people, this pandemic, they've been helping me figure it out. So all the pieces during the pandemic, I've been working like a dog to make sure that everything I'm saying, I'm pushing forward towards that direction. And everything I just said, I've already started to work towards that 10-year goal. And again, I don't care if for 10 years, I got to do whatever I can to make money. If I do this for 10 years, if I keep working on each of those goals, in 10 years, it's going to be very difficult for those things to not be in place. 10 years is a long time. You could do a lot in 10 years. You could become an expert in anything in 10 years. That's what they say. It's called the 10,000 hour rule. So 10 years, let's say today, let's say you told yourself today, you know what? I see artificial intelligence. This is what I would be telling. If I would be telling myself this, if I wasn't on my own path, if I was a young person or a person looking at for a career change right now, I would say, I think artificial intelligence is the future. I think that's going to be the number one job in 10 years. Right now, I'm going to start figuring out how to code artificial intelligence. I know it's going to take me 10 years, but I'm going to start right now because in 10 years when it is, and it's already pretty prevalent, like most people don't even understand fully how bad artificial intelligence is chopping away jobs every day. So in 10 years from now, imagine. So how could I start today? And I'll be honest, I have started a little bit playing with that too. I'm not going that deep into it, but I'm looking at tutorials every now and then I'll watch a video and start to understand how to code it myself. Cause worst case scenario, all my goals and wants don't happen. The economy collapses. Being valuable is going to be how you make your money. So if I know how to do what I know how to do right now, plus code artificial intelligence, I will be able to get a job. It will suck and I will not like it, but I will do it. That's how I look at it. I'm looking at right now, how do you start to position yourself for a 10-year goal? The same way I told the young people this year in, some, in Metabronx, right? And what I told them is what I'm telling you right now. Once you have it, how can I help you get to it? So for instance, like I did, I thought, all right, I need to start learning about real estate. Who do I know that knows about real estate? However many people, reach out to all of them. Hey, you know what? I used to run an Airbnb. I'm really interested in running one in a, another country because I believe when the economy collapses pretty soon, there's going to be huge opportunities to buy property in locations like that. All right, this is what you got to think about. This is what you got to do. Actually, let's go look at some. I like that idea. Let's go look at some. So right now, four partners of mine have purchased property already in other places, not in America, based off having those conversations. And I was the one who started them. I didn't have the money as much as them, nowhere near. But in going with them and understanding with them and them teaching me, I'm in a position now and I did it. And in a month, I'm going to go and finish that project and you'll be seeing a lot of it. But that came from 
sowing seeds. All right. This is what I'm trying to do. How could, how, is there any ideas, anything you could tell me? Yeah. This is what, and then, you know what? You're right. Let's do this together. And now, literally, I have, yesterday, I had an investor friend calling me from a helicopter in another country showing me properties that he's about to buy. Different level of, of money, of course. But the ideas all start somewhere, right? They started with a conversation. So for you, whatever you might want to be, if there's anybody watching that, that there's something that's like, I'm trying to get into this industry. Actually, I had somebody, I had somebody reach out to me, um, an old employee actually, because economy's down and that employee remembered I built mass ideation to be remote from day one. And that employee came in and was like, why do you run your business like this? This is crazy. And I was like, watch one day, everybody's going to run their business like this. And I'm going to teach you how to run it like this. That employee left, went on to work at other places. And now the economy's collapsing. So there's a lot of people losing their jobs. So he reached out to me. He's like, you, you had your finger on that pulse years ago. What are you thinking right now? Started telling him a bunch of stuff. He was like, you know what? I'm not really doing anything right now. Can I just shadow you? Because I want to get into PR. And I just want to see what the opportunities are. And I'm like, look, I'm not a PR person. But I can see how I can connect you in ways that you could become, when we come out of this pandemic, someone that has had experience in PR. So right now, I'm working with him behind the scenes. He's going to help me and he's going to get PR experience. And then when he comes out of this pandemic, he may, or economic crisis, however long that may take, he will have PR experience and hopefully get the type of job he's interested in getting. But I can also, I want to try to also do that through content like this. I, I, I don't know how to do it. That's why I'm creating a community. I want to like have people go into a like-minded area and not be afraid to be, to be ambitious. I feel people are a little bit scared to put out their true ambitions in, in public because they're worried about haters. Oh, who do you think you are? You can do that. You could do it. You could do it if you're around the right people. If you ask the right people questions, you could do it. So I want to create that environment, right? I want you to be able to say, look, I work a job right now. But I really wish I was more into this. I could be this. All right. Maybe I could connect you with this person, that person. Offer to work for them for free. What do you got to lose? They'll give you experience right now. Versus looking for pay where pay is not going to come. Especially right now. That's why I feel like this reset time of a down economy. Super opportunity. Because everybody gets humbled. Everybody gets humbled. Whatever level you think you were at, you get that, that peg notch down and you're like, oh, all right, let me reassess. So if you are humbled and you're humble enough to ask someone who has been humbled a question, even though that person may be a higher level than you at whatever career you're looking at, this is a good time where that is a little more understandable and maybe returned. That feeling of, you know what? Let me help this person because I was that person. Somebody helped me. Right now, we're in a tough time. Let me help that person. And I really want to create an environment like that. But that's why I say right now what's the best thing to do is just start talking to people. 
Talk to anybody in the industry you want to be in. Hey, I know it's a bad time. The economy's bad, but I really want to get into your industry. How can I do it? Can you give me any advice? You know what? I want to be in another industry, but I'll tell you how I got in this one. Because most people, most people are not in the industry they want to be in. Like I said, right now, ideally I'll be working on startups only, but I'm not. I'm working on other stuff too, but luckily they fall within the creative and technology world, which is what I want to be in. I told myself, I don't care how much I make. I can make a lot more being in finance or something that I hate, but I'm going to work in creative and technology because you work the most of your life is work. So if you don't like what you do, you're going to have most of your life unhappy in a way. So you got to start there. Make sure you love what you do. And right now, you're in a position to change your scenario, to be in a position to love what you do, to be working on things that you love. So right now, take advantage of it. And again, I would really love to hear, like, right now I'm doing this, I would want to be doing that. If you're afraid to do it publicly, you could DM me, text me if you really know me, or go to this Facebook group. And if you don't like Facebook also, I want you to let me know that because I'm trying to create other areas like Discord, maybe a forum. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what, maybe my own app eventually. I don't know. But my hope is as many people I know or have seen my content are able to change their scenario from from this pandemic and bad economy, collapsed economy to... I'm out of this I'm out of this bad economy by being in Miguel's community I've connected with 30 people I've gotten a year's worth of experience and now I'm my resume is stacked for me to go after that good job because the jobs are coming back and now I have these contacts these mentors the, this experience I can get I can go get that job no problem or I can go start that company that I thought I couldn't before. Or I learned something during this time and I saw this opportunity and I went for it. Another big one I've been talking about, and of course I made another video, I think it was this week. I highly suggest you get used to doing what I'm doing right now. It just puts you in another position that's even better. Because let's say you start doing what I'm saying. You start getting mentors, partners, Experience. Now, you have to go find people that you can you can use those things to create revenue. When you create content like I'm creating, this stuff gets blanketed everywhere. Right now, it's on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Instagram Live. I'm gonna take the the, the good pieces. I'm gonna re put them out all over the place forever. Then people start coming to you. People start coming to you to help you. It's pretty crazy. I had, a, I had a long conversation yesterday with a friend of mine. I met him more than 10 years ago at an advertising agency. We were both one of the very few brown men there. And we we were cool. We got cool. And, I, and he's into the same stuff I'm into. He's been talking about creating the content thing. And I was like, how about this? I'm going to challenge you. And I'm, I'm going to do this for anybody watching who's in the same environment, same boat. If you've been thinking about 
starting to create this content, being in this content creation game, I'm going to challenge you. I don't care when you see this either. I'm shooting this on a Friday. I don't even know what today's date is. But I'm going to challenge you to within the next week create a video talking about the, the topic of something you will want to be doing in 10 years. I, I started all of this. I started out making videos about me creating a venture capital fund. Back then, there weren't many. There weren't many. And I had zero, zero experience with a venture capital fund. But by me putting that content out, let's just say I'm closer to that than I was before then. It's not there yet. I'm not, I don't have a $50 million fund. Here's something soon where I figured out how to have some way of a fund. Just had the meeting right before this. We're coming up with the name. Got a good name. We're about to launch. And when you see it, you'll, you'll see. That started out from me saying, what is my aspiration? Again, startups. How can you help startups? Giving them money. But then I also can give them strategy, creative technology help, coaching, relationships, all that. But the beginning is giving them money. So that's what a fund is. Helps you give more startups money. And I've had a bunch of meetings with a bunch of startups in the pandemic. I've actually raised money for startups in the pandemic. So this all started from me making content around raising a venture capital fund. And now I'm making content about a bunch of things. But that initial goal is much closer than it was before. And I've been in, and before the pandemic, when we still can go to events, I've gone to events where big time venture capitalists, people who work at big companies, said, I seen your video. And I was like, wow, uh, my video got like 10 views. But one of those 10 views were people that could help. Oh, you know what? You should go talk to this person. All right, I'm going to talk to this person. It takes time to build relationships. Plant the seeds. It might take 10 years. So start those relationships. I don't care what age you are. One of my main mentors is 82 years old. And he's doing it right now. Are you? To me, that's why I love the mentor group I currently have, which is crazy how, how it happens. But a position... To see, I would say my four main mentors are four rich people. One is an elderly Hispanic man. One is a young Hispanic man, close to my age. One is a young, close to my age black man. And one is a white man, <laughs> close to my age. But that took 20 years to, to build up relationships. Them to see what I do. Want to be involved in what I do. Like what I'm doing. Start wanting to help me more, us having conversations about how things really should be and them taking my insights and being like, you're right. How can I help you do this? This takes years. But again, you got to plant the seeds. I didn't even realize I was planting the seeds 20 years ago to do this. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. And I wasn't going to take a job or, or do something that I thought would make me more money because I didn't want to do it. 
And I, I was lucky enough to have that opportunity, though. I know even coming from the South Bronx, where I'm from, poverty, whatever it is, I'm still privileged enough to think that way. I was telling this to somebody, I forget, like a, maybe a month ago or maybe less. I think we're the first generation to actually have a choice. Our parents, my parents didn't have a choice. They couldn't say, hey, you know what? My mom wanted to be a fashion designer. In, 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 my, in her house, in the attic, she has her fashion drawings. She was an Afro-Latino woman. There was no way back then she was going to get that job. Unless she created her own company, which there was no way to do that back then because you needed a lot of upfront capital. Fast forward, I'm 41. 40 years later, she, if she was now coming up, she 100% could do what she wants, wanted to do back then. She could have created her own fashion line for free, and I showed you how to do that in one of my videos. She could have got a job in that world because now it's a lot less racism. So right now, we're living in this time where you have a choice. Do you choose to accept that choice and give yourself that ability to make the choice? That is the thing. Because if, you're, if you have a choice, but you don't, get, you don't put yourself in a position to choose, what good is having choice? And in a way, I do it because my parents weren't able to. And I'm like, they gave me the opportunity to make a choice. So I'm going to make the choice that's best for me. And I'm making this content so my sons in the future get to make their choice. And my goal is to make company, mass ideation, that helps them with whatever journey they want to make. Any journey you could possibly want to do, you have a company that's going to help you. And your father's been building it for years, waiting for you to be able to make a choice. But in that time, where do I start? I want to figure out how to help as many people as possible through a community. And then once I understand how to do it, my sons are going to be, be in a good position. I have 10 years. My sons are young. By the time my oldest in 10 years, he'll be 21. I have twins that are 10 years old. They're about to be 11. 10 years, they'll be 21. Hopefully, I will be in the position I want to be in, and I will be able to help them make their choice. But the way I'm going to figure that out is, one, me doing it myself, also helping as many people as possible make it themselves. So, I think that's a good place to, like, end. If you have a choice you want to make within this next shift in economy of where you want to be, what you want to do, what is it, and how can I help you? That rhymed. That was cool. And another thing you have to put your mindset is, how can I innovate every day? You think about it. I, I say that all the time. You see it at the end of my videos. Innovation is about thinking differently to create something that doesn't exist. Right now, you have to innovate to create your reality that doesn't exist. If that's where you are in life, which most people are. Most people are. Even the richest people. I, I, I talk to people that I wouldn't call them one percenters, but they're freaking close. And even them, they're trying to change up their situation. They're like, what I really would like to be is here. So I need to think, I need to innovate to, to get there. And that lesson in itself is huge. And I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to be in these conversations where I learn this stuff. 
And this is what I'm bringing to you. I'm taking these conversations. All the stuff I'm talking about is from conversations with these people that have done amazing things and are going to do more amazing things. And I'm just a reporter on the sidelines learning from them. And maybe one day I'll be at their level. But I'm cool with growing slowly. I'm not retiring. So I'm cool. Even if I live next to a beach in 10 years, that's not retirement. I'm still going to be working. So that's the way to end it. Have a great weekend. Innovate every day. Think about, reach out to me. I would really love to know. Join the Facebook group. The description will be everywhere. Wow, these are very powerful words. Thank you, Joel. Follow me. Come into the group. I want you to get into the, the Facebook group. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much. Like this video wherever you're seeing it. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, please. I'm trying to grow that. Hit the bell notification so you can know every time I release a video. And look out for a video this weekend where I'm going to show you how to trick yourself into saving money. That concludes today's episode. If you've listened all the way through, I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it. And follow me in all social platforms linked in the description so we can be engaged. And hopefully I can help you create more revenue streams and help you with your ideas. Thank you so much. Have a good day.